Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast where two meaningless people talk about meaningful things, just a hodgepodge of Christian topics. Uh, and we laugh to kick it off because when I hit record under her breath, uh, the person with me, who I will let introduce themselves, uh, went, oh God. <laughs> So, my name is Chris. I'm so glad to be with you guys again tonight. And with me, as always, Leslie. <laughs> that sounded like a cartoon character. Leslie! <laughs> that was straight up Looney Tunes impersonation. <laughs> That's not your real voice. Is that a problem? You can't figure out what your voice is before you talk. It's like when you try to smile in pictures. <laughs> she also, she can't smile in a picture. She does this thing with her face. What? She do, I mean, she does. She does the, 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 the chin tilt, mm-hmm. as I call it. She like anticipates the... Uh, the picture tilts her chin down at the last second and uh, and that's what you did there it's like anticipating i know i'm gonna have to say my name (laughs) i'm here now i'm ready to go she's ready Woo! let's do this (laughs) we've been doing this for a minute and 43 seconds well i'm here now i'm joining you Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Yeah, you're an old pro now. I am. I thought you were taking over right now. No, there. I was moving the... You're, yeah, you're moving it closer. I was moving the phone closer oh, to okay. me. Hi, how are you? I am doing good. How are you doing? I feel like I haven't seen you much. Yeah, you've been busy. I've been busy. We'll talk about that in a minute. Do you, wanna, do you want to start with your dedication? Yeah. I'll start with my dedication because mine is what I've been doing all week. My dedication goes to the internet. (laughs) Dear internet. I have gotten to know you all week this week, internet, from uh, building our, getting our website Mm -hmm. redone and published to Mm -hmm. working on the podcast to moving the podcast and then having it not work, mm-hmm. and trying to talk to Apple, and trying to talk to our podcast host. And mm-hmm. then, luckily, one of our listeners was like, it won't, it's not working on iTunes, so I was trying to do all that, which neither one of them is helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then getting it switched over to a different podcast host, mm-hmm. and doing all that, and working with the church's podcast, and maybe moving it all over, because the people that were hosting it uh, are less than helpful. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I've been... Doing the interwebs. And probably watching like cat uh, videos. And, and, and getting a YouTube loop. Yeah. Every now and just then. Just every once Yeah, just every one. Like to let a little uh, inter- internet steam off. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> no, so that's my dedication to internet. I don't know what we do without it. It is great. I love the internet. It's a dangerous <laughs> thing. Yes. But it's also got some great benefits to it. I think on what have you, they compared it to like... What is what have you? My favorite podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> they compared it to like um, an amusement park in a shady part of town. Yeah. Like it's lots of fun, but you don't just go like walking down weird streets. <laughs> 
stay. Yeah, I would say it's like a like a true to life Disneyland. Like like Disneyland if everything remember there used to be a part of like uh video stores where you couldn't go to it oh, that that section. Yeah. You know? I feel like it would be an amusement park, but 90% of it's behind a curtain. Mm-hmm. But and there's Nine, yeah. And there's like a person at the curtain saying, Dang. "Oh, did you accidentally type in ice cream wrong?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> look. You'd be you'd be like, "I want a picture of an ice cream cone to put on a kids flyer." Right. That's not <laughs> what I got in my image search. Right. Uh yeah, so I feel like I feel like that's yeah. Like if the people in the wrong part of the music or in the wrong part of the movie store would just randomly come and hide their movies in amongst like the kids' movies mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. wherever. That's what so I feel. So you really like want to the- dedicate this episode to those people? No, no. I'm not dedicating <laughs> it to those people. You're saying boo to, to those their people. kind. Yeah. Uh, the good parts of the internet. Yeah. It was just a week of interneting. Yes. So I got to learn some new things. I like learning Good. new things. I like the internet. I got to learn what a 301 redirect is. Look that up. Good for you. Uh, so, anyway. Okay. Well, I would like to dedicate this episode to the Grey Havens. Oh, my goodness. That's why you didn't tell me. <laughs> That's why you didn't tell me who you were dedicating it to. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I figured that might start a whole topic thread. Yeah. Or I just might sit here and weep. They are so. So the Grey good. Havens are a, a band, a I get, group. A, yeah, a, a husband a, and wife. A, yeah, a, yeah, duo. I don't know. I mean, anyway, yeah, a band, mm-hmm. a group. And they an write the most beautiful, like kingdom poetry. Yes. yes, their music is. I very you know there are some songs that you will sit and sing the wrong lyrics to for twenty years. And, like, you don't care that you don't know the lyrics. Mm-hmm. You just like the tune. Mm-hmm. But I stop mm-hmm. and make my family listen. Yes, to, you do. <laughs> this is yes. not made up. No, he actually, he doesn't stop. So he'll turn us <laughs> he'll turn a song on and we will be listening to the song. And he's yelling the lyrics out because he has it blaring over the speakers. And he's yelling the lyrics to the kids in the back seat at the same time. Yeah. While the music's playing. While the music's going. So we're getting like a double dose of yeah. the lyrics. And sometimes or, a little bit of like expositing with the lyrics. Yes, <laughs> yes. But I'm with you. Like I have, I don't know how many times I've pulled up the lyrics on the internet. Mm-hmm. Thanks internet. Um, because I want to read every word yeah. of what they're saying. and. Um, so many of their songs have, they're kind of like the soundtrack of our life right now, wouldn't you yeah, say? Yeah, I mean, we we play their music when, on it, on Sabbath, it's our Sabbath music mm-hmm. set, so on Sunday mornings at 7.45am, uh, our little uh, genie friend over here, I'm not going to say her name. A-L-E-X-A. Yeah. Did I spell that right? Uh, But I can see it in your face like, I've started this. Uh Uh-oh. And I don't, I think I know how, but I'm not sure. Uh, So anyway, she starts 745. She kicks off on our Everywhere group. And we'll just start singing it throughout the house. And Mm -hmm. so that's what we listen to uh, as we're just, you know, getting ready to go to worship. And it's just such good music Mm -hmm. just for that purpose. And, Mm -hmm. and. 
You know, just to have on at all times. Want to throw out any favorite songs? No, no. I tried to do that the other day because randomly we met a a family member who lives in Texas. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Holly Alexander. Holly! Uh, And what brought up the Grey Havens? Did I just bring them up? No, um, oh, you played it on my brother's oh, yeah. model home, Alexa. <laughs> this is... The, Oops, I said it. She was sleeping. This is why you shouldn't let me into your house, and this is why you shouldn't let an Alexa into your house okay. either. You, you, okay, okay, okay. We have said on this podcast that she ignores me, and she just, she ignored me when I said her name, and she lit up when he said her name. It's just like our children. <laughs> no, and and so don't get angry. I'm angry. Don't be angry and do not sin. Um, <clears throat> and so I, of course, it was sitting there like a great temptation to me in his model home as he's letting people. It's an open house in his model home, <laughs> and he's got music playing, and I know that it's playing over her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> but I didn't do what I wanted to do. I just. Did well. I ended up doing something better than what I wanted to yeah. do, which was play Grey Haven. So, got her going. But that's how Holly. That's how Holly yeah. thought of it. Okay. Yeah. Anyhow, so you were trying to tell her. Yeah, I was going to tell her. Uh, you know, this song's great, and that song's great, and I just like so many of them. The mm-hmm. one that first got me was Far mm. Kingdom. Yes. Uh, and then uh, there's a couple songs on Ghost of a, the Ghost of a King album. Oh. Shadows of the Dawn. Shadows of the Dawn is That's my our favorite song. on that album. Wouldn't right you now. say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's definitely one that we're constant. I mean, all the kids are learning it in music mm-hmm. class. Yeah. So that's a thing. So yeah. it's got to be, you know, somewhat valuable to us if yeah. that's what's going. But on. But all of the She Waits. Album. Yeah, it was She Waits is the whole album. That's. Mm-hmm. It was really good too because it kind of came out around the time that my grandmother died and so many of the songs are about the new heavens and the yeah, new earth yeah. and I mean she, they the, really the waiting yes. that's the who's waiting it's the church waiting yes. on these yes. uh, yeah so my favorite on that is Storehouse Storehouse yeah mine is um let me look it up here mm, Gone Are The Days yeah love that song the most, the one that is the most heady poetic song, yeah, is I know Three Birds in Babylon. Yeah, that song was like the more you listen, it's it's like a, I don't know, it's like really heady poetry. Yeah, and the more you listen, it to it makes the more sense. It but unlike unra- real poetry, this makes sense as you're listening. <laughs> you get it, and and yes, yes, I love. Yeah, I look up it. the lyrics to that one. Yeah, it's sure. about a, a girl. In Babylon, and just how she's a believer, how Babylon is mocking her at first, and then these different birds come and sort of eventually open the eyes of the Babylonians to see she's been right all along. That she's they're the crazy ones. Yeah, her, yeah, kind yeah. Of. So it's it's really really not well done. to give off any but, spoilers. Yeah, but. So. Okay, that was my dedication. That was a good dedication. Yeah, I thought you would like that. And I hope they it's hear genuine. This. Maybe someone will share it with the Grey Havens. No. No, no, even if they did. Yeah. 
So what have you been up to this week? Oh my goodness. What have you been doing the last couple of days? What have I been doing? We have been spring cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. A lot of cleaning. Yeah. So, really, um, well, it was two things. It was, we had reached kind of a crisis mode here in our house. So that was one thing. And the second was that I think my mom just decided it was time. So she showed up. She showed up yesterday um, with a shop vac. And a can of Still in the bubbles. box. Yeah, brand new. Still in the box, <laughs> shop like, back. This house needs a new shop back. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't bring in some <laughs> old already you know, this you're gonna have to come in fresh yes. to handle and this. She she also had a brand new can of scrubbing bubbles. Actually a two pack. <laughs> like the two in one. So that's another reason we started spring she cleaning. She could have had a backpack. Mom was like, you know what? <laughs> I am I am here to spring clean. And she even said, you do it. You go ahead and do school. Just, I'll just be here. <laughs> Which was great. I mean, yeah. who does that? Um, but one of the, when I said our house is in crisis mode, it's like, this happens occasionally. And it's really good to take note that sometimes a system that worked for your previous situation. Mm-hmm is no longer working for your current situation. And it, you'll notice that just things aren't working like you're you're bumping into each other and you're constantly you're constantly going behind trying to keep the house together and it's not really serving you <laughs> as much as you are constantly, yeah. you know. So Can I riff on that for a second? Sure. I think that's I think that's true about a lot of things mm-hmm. that you can get trapped into in family life. Mm-hmm. It's it's true like in the house to get a situation, even something like a family worship type mm-hmm. situation that works. Yeah. At a particular time with a particular set of kids. Yes. And to 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 almost Mm-hmm. set that in concrete as that's what we do mm-hmm. and it ends up becoming a a burden you know the whole sabbath was made for man right. not man for the sabbath sort of deal it becomes a burden so you got family worship and it becomes a burden because you're forcing it into this yeah idealized mm-hmm. now sort of uh version of of what it what it's supposed to be and, or even parenting mm-hmm. you know what worked mm-hmm. with one kid Right. And the way you handled one kid, if you handle the other kids that way, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes it may not yep. work out as well. And that's one reason, like, early on, I learned I could not. There are so many, like, cleaning systems, like, online, like, blogs yeah, yeah. have this, a cleaning schedule. Well, you can't, you cannot take someone else's whatever, their schedule, their, what works for their family. Totally subjective. It totally totally is. subjective. Yeah. Same with homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, you just really have to look at your family, look yeah. at your kids, look at your personality, yes. like, um, and you have to work from there. Yeah, and you've got to not try and be other people. Like, right. if you're trying to clean because you mm-hmm. want to look like someone else's, mm-hmm. and you want your kids to be like someone else, or like you said in homeschool, mm-hmm. if I mean, if you're doing something and it's not working, mm-hmm. or you think that looks really neat, I want to be that, mm-hmm. and so you you then pick a system that is what you want to be mm-hmm. rather than what you think is best, right? And, and you just, just have to be careful. It with just that. won't. 
it, just it doesn't, doesn't work, work. <laughs> and it frustrates you it frustrates <laughs> the kids it frustrates the family yeah you know all of that and then yeah so that's exactly what this whole spring cleaning thing was was trying to get the house updated to our current situation mm-hmm. so what we did new baby baby's about to yeah move into a different situation new clothes we've, yeah and, the, and then we've the got the, the kids bigger are kids bigger. growing like wild so their clothes are bigger mm-hmm. and everything's bigger their shoes like mm-hmm. their toys <laughs> everything everything's yeah. bigger guitars and mm-hmm. uh, so things are have rapidly changed like really rapidly wouldn't you say um, I'd have to now, otherwise this would be an awkward yeah, conversation. Yeah, you have to agree with me. So, yeah, we were just trying to get everything updated. Mm-hmm. So here's something that was really neat. <laughs> um, this is for all the ladies out there. When you're looking at your house... <laughs> This is for all the ladies out there. <laughs> That's how that all I you can't say. <laughs> Either sounds like that or like really cheesy radio. Like this is for all the ladies out there. <laughs> as soon as you said it though, I, I just looked at you and you were like, "Shut I up!" Know, I, know. I know I said it, I and I can't take it back. I was going to say all the moms, and I thought that. Yeah. Not everyone's a mom. I'm oh, you tried nice. to do that thing. Yes. You don't want the people who are not a mom yes, to feel better they're not mom. To be nice. yeah. So, for all the ladies, <laughs> stick with it. Um, I was I was feeling a little frustrated by it last week. And I just prayed. And I was like, "Lord, I need your help." <laughs> And this is kind of a new thing for me. Not prayer, but... Needing God's help? Yeah. No, I've I've always needed that. Um, But just really taking things to the Lord. And it's crazy how He loves to help us. It's weird (laughs) that He answers prayer the way He says He answers prayer. He does. But if we ask things... According to His will. Mm -hmm. If we are are praying in His name instead Mm -hmm. of our own. Like... He, like he says, Mm -hmm. because he is a better father than we are, and we like answering our kids' requests, Mm -hmm. he likes to answer requests. And do it in obvious ways, Mm -hmm. which is faith-bolstering and joyous. It really is. So, like, There's nothing better than when the God of the universe (laughs) does things to make it very clear that the God of creation Mm -hmm. is... Is answering your your prayer, mm-hmm. and uh, we talked about that with what happened with Baby Jack last week, mm-hmm. and it, it's almost like startling, like oh, yeah. he, he really hears me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I was just praying and asking him for help, and I'm not kidding. It was like ten minutes later. It was like an epiphany, <laughs> and you know, you have we have ideas, but this felt different. It was just like a ding like a light bulb went off above my head to switch our entries i never considered this before but we come in we have like two matching doors on either side of our porch one leads into a living room and the other leads into a sunroom and we come in the living room with all of our things for how many people live here seven people mm-hmm. shoes bags tr- tracking in all of our, our mail everything and it kind of like gets dumped right here in the front part of the house 
So I just have this idea to move that to the other side just for us, like our own personal family entry where we will leave all the things. <laughs> and hopefully that will keep this side of the house a little more clean. Anyhow, but it was so, it was such a startling like idea that I, I just had to, you to yell, thank him. Did you, you yelled Eureka? I, when yeah, I think right? I said Eureka. So that's what we started doing. And it was like undoing a ginormous puzzle uh, because we're moving like pieces of furniture, moving all the shoes, coats, yeah. backpacks. We had a piano in our kitchen. And when I say for like about, in our kitchen. For about two days, there was a piano in between the <laughs> sink and the oven. Yeah. To where this morning when I was making biscuits, I had to push it in front of the refrigerator. Yeah. We so were I could like open the oven. <laughs> well, first I had to push it out of, it was kind of in the way of the refrigerator a little bit. And I had to move the piano yeah. to get the biscuits out. Mm -hmm. And then it was too close to the oven to mm -hmm. open the oven door. So I had to move it back to yeah. be able to get in the oven. It was so hilarious. It was. We were just rolling this giant piano back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, today we have a little more order. The piano is not in the kitchen anymore. But um, I was laughing, thinking about my mom. She, she has apologized many times for not preparing me for like <laughs> marriage and motherhood she has apologized to me yes she has many times for not preparing you for marriage i mean or there's motherhood. a lot to it you know but we were we were busy having good times when i was in high school okay we were having fun and but she has made up for it since we've moved back here and she is training me. <laughs> she comes over and she's taught me how to clean like, like I can deep clean like a crazy person now. So that makes me laugh. And I also love, she talks about how, um, she, what'd she say about working out today? She said, I can oh, go, we, you yeah. were thanking her. Yeah, for coming and helping. Yeah. She clean. was like, I could put on some tight pants and go work out at a gym. Or I could come and clean. Yeah. That's how she stays in shape. And then your house is better. <laughs> and I get a workout. So yeah. I could put on... I could go somewhere with some tight pants on. <laughs> and sweat a little bit. Pay money. Pay money. That's Yeah, pay money. Put on my tight pants. and Or I could come here and sweat. And your house ends up clean at the end of it. And I was like, that's a good way to think of it. I know. We should start a rotating <laughs> gym membership. Yes. Where all it is, is the it'll be cleaning ladies' gym. And this like, is the gym. And this is the gym. Our so house, each other's here. houses. No, no, just our house. Just this house. They come here. We will dirty it for yes. the sake of others. And maybe but no, think different. about that. Like, what if every, like, these, these team of ladies mm -hmm. would go, they could, sans tight pants. Yeah, you know, no, tight no tight pants. No uh, But... They could go to each other's houses and just deep clean, like mm -hmm. three hours of deep clean. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, really going at it with their jazzercise bands or whatever. Like the lady on Great British Baking Show. Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> how she would that do would all, like that the step the whole time? Steps. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you could be onto something. Because then in the end, you it's have a free. Clean house. Yeah. And your, your friend's house is clean and you spent time with each other. Right. We have a so, good time. And there's a whole together. lot less stress when you're cleaning someone else's house than you're cleaning your own. Yeah, That's a true story. 
Well, but most of what here. I've said, so, I've tried to keep it. True I've stories. been here though at my house, mm-hmm. so I was uh, today at the end of the day. I did start to get a, almost a little frustrated. No. Yeah, but you helped the me. kids and I could not recognize that. Yeah, you helped me through it. Um, I was thinking though, like, because you know, you're. I think it's when you go into the kids' room and it's like there's just so much stuff. So many little pieces and, um, but I was thinking like, I don't, and I work hard on this. I don't want that, the cleaning day to be the day that the kids are like, oh, that's the day mom gets grumpy, you know, or rants about our bedroom. So I try really hard to not do that. (laughs) (laughs) Where it's not like this ominous thing is coming. Yeah. Mom's gonna clean. Yeah. So uh, today I was working hard on <clears throat> keeping to be fair and to not make it like it's so easy in those moments when you feel like you just feel overwhelmed by all the the stuff that you're sorting and all that. It's easy to just start jumping on people like and do the you never yeah, you always. Yeah. Those are words we try to avoid. I um, never say them. <laughs> I always say them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but to um, to be fair, because it's easy to just point out their failings, and sometimes it's a parental failing. Like, I haven't trained them sometimes in things. Yeah. So, just trying to be fair and not just get frustrated. But you guys... Um, you gathered the kids around. <laughs> I I see all the kids coming in and yeah, you had a quizzical look on your face when we all came in. You knew something was afoot because mm-hmm. you're a bright one. Yeah, and they all clapped for me. Yeah, I went in there and I said, "Hey, Mama's worked really hard. I think she's at the end of her energy level, and when we get like that, we can things can kind of zoom in on us." And and so I said, "Let's just go in there and encourage her." So let's get around her and just clap. <laughs> so we did our family circle. Yes. And just clapped. Yeah. And it actually did kind of... And told her a good job. It made me laugh, which is always a helpful thing. Um, but one thing I did want to talk about for all the ladies out there is one of the... I'm going to talk about What Have You Again, my favorite podcast. One of the most helpful things that I ever heard on that was I think Rachel was talking about consumable work and how everything we do as moms is consumable. Oh yeah. But the only thing that is not, the only thing that is eternal are the souls of the people who live in your house. Mm. And that impacted me so much. She talked about how like when a chef makes this really wonderful meal, how strange it would be if they laid it on a table and got like, upset when someone yeah, ate it. Yeah. Like you make, How dare you? Right. The chef makes this to be enjoyed, to be eaten up, to be consumed. And that's, that's a good way to look at our housework. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes we clean a room and then we don't want anyone to come in it, which is so weird. Like <laughs> that is the weirdest thing, right? Yeah. Um, well, it's like you do it. You mop a floor. Yeah. Don't go on that floor. I yeah. just mopped it. Mm-hmm. What are we supposed to do with that floor? Yeah, and like what's how the, long is it a display floor? What's the floor? right amount of time? Yeah, when is it no? When is it no longer on display? Because mm-hmm. that's what you're saying. 
Yeah. But it's not even on display because you, if you're not in there, you're not looking at right. it. Right. And no one else is looking at it. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's like you just want the work to get to stay there for just mm. a tiny bit. But that's a good thing to to rework in your mind, to just get that out of your mind, that that's not why we're cleaning. Um, and so it's helped me now to see, like, it's almost like you're laying a stage for the next bit of play. Like, yeah, I'm going to come and I'm going to arrange this room and make it inviting so someone can come and do something cool in here. Like, yeah. Um, and I saw it today, um, on a different level, you, what you did in the yard, Chris, like cleared out a little section of the yard, (laughs) made my fairy garden. (laughs) Yeah. It's a place for our table and chairs out there, but he put not anymore, my friend pavers there. And then he filled it in with pebbles. I thought it was so cute because he just got it like all spread out. We were sitting on the porch. Get put surround. Got you know the exact amount to fit that area of pebbles that we needed, and mm-hmm. uh, got it all angled and arranged perfectly, mm-hmm. smoothed out with a rake and level. And we were sitting on the porch, and I looked up, and the kids were just like all over it. It's a tiny. Yeah. How big like is that? Thirty seconds later, they had swords out. Yeah, they're yeah. having a sword fight, and mm-hmm. some kids were just walking back and mm-hmm. forth in it, and some were just standing in it, and the baby was sitting in it, like playing with pebbles. Yeah, that <laughs> was like, well, it, and it's a tiny section of our yard, <laughs> so the rest of our yard is just open, and it's like when the cat gets a new cardboard box. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like they were just all in that. And space. it was so cute. And they're I, never in that space. Never, <laughs> the, never. The, now this is the most interesting space. Yeah, and it really helped me to. If you take that picture in your mind and and apply it to the living room, like you come in, you clean it, you get all the pillows arranged, you get the rug vacuumed, and here they come. Yeah, like that's where they want to be. It's where, it's the clean. Like you don't want people who want to spend their time in the dirtiest part of that, right? <laughs> right? You want people who are like, that's clean. It's pretty. That's where I should be. Right. It's, it's attractive. It's yeah. beautiful. Let's play there rather than let's play in this filthy section. Right. Like, you know, some sort of sh- street urchins of the house. Yeah. yeah. I don't so I don't really understand where this comes I from. I think it comes from control. Control. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not I don't. Yeah. But I think it is an aspect of, mm-hmm. of control, of, the, mm-hmm. of almost like a marking of territory. Like, yeah. This is mine. I have done this. And like, I want it to look like I want it to look. Yes. This is my area. Mm-hmm. Not, this is not the family's area. This is not a play area. I just prettied this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, there's a con- I think, I think in, in some there might be a control aspect to it. Yeah, definitely. And maybe, I don't know, magazines, Instagram. I don't know if we're used to seeing perfectly staged pictures or what. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we don't know what real life pictures look like anymore. Or, yeah, or we just enviously want those (laughs) Instagram pictures. And and if someone comes in, you think, well, this is set up perfectly where if an Instagram moment happened, Mm -hmm. we could get a shot of it. But if the kids come in and and it's strewn with things, strewn a boot. Yeah, then. Yeah, it is interesting. Let me get this ready. Because you don't, like like you said, you don't do that with food. Yeah. Like, you would be upset. Yeah. If people didn't like, eat, it. eat this You would be I hurt. slaved over it. Yeah. But you slave over cleaning the house, and then you're like, no, don't touch it. <laughs> Everyone go outside. Go outside. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I clean the house. 
I even go outside. I even love Lock for us to go like away. You do. Overnight. You do. You're like, let, I think we need to go on a walk or something. Or like go to your dad's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like go away for the couple of evenings. All of us. Yeah. Let's just let this sit here for a minute. And Chloe the cat's like <laughs> living the high life when we're gone because she's like, this place is this place is fancy now. Right. So that's something. It's it's a good thing to get in your head when mm-hmm. it comes to housework. Is to to do it as a service, to to lay out stages. Yeah, you're not building an idol to yourself. You're not right. building a worship mommy center. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean like, of course, you don't let the kids trample over your yes. work. But well, hey, don't worry about your kids drinking grape juice on the sofa. Right. You know, that's, that's not, not what, we're what saying. anybody's saying. Yeah. So you can you can but, teach. But, pe- but I think people you know. know. I think people yes. know. God is not hiding our sin from us, mm-hmm. right? Like, right. we know when the reasoning behind what we're doing is something that if our kids did it for that same reason, we'd have to spank them. <laughs> exactly. You know, where if, if your kid made a picture or built a fort mm-hmm. and no one can get in it now, yeah, just me, mm-hmm. it's mine, you know, and mm-hmm. it's exactly how it needs to be and I don't want to share it with anybody, we would we would have the talk of talks. Mm-hmm. That's not right how we act in this house. Right. And, <laughs> but when but maybe it is how we yeah, act in this that's house. That's a really good point. And uh, yeah, just a bigger fort. Yep, it sure with is. more furnishings. Right. Yeah. So I think we can win the eternal part of our home, which are the people. Mm-hmm. We can win them a lot more. We can win them over. By our attitude more than the work. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't necessarily know that anybody is sanctified by mm-hmm. seeing a pretty living room. Mm-hmm. But it might minister to them. It's minister to it their ministers heart. To them. Uh, but yeah, it is unsanctimonious mm-hmm. when the living room is pretty and Mama's heart's not. Yeah, that does that does more. That certainly would do damage. more damage, does damage than a pretty room. We do good. So that's what I've been doing. That is what you've been doing. Cleaning and learning and and growing because this has definitely been a growing process. And so um, just keep at it. Don't give up. And and keep offering these things to the Lord. Yeah, I like that. I, I like taking, I like looking at every area of our life and always asking, am I glorifying God now I'm doing this? And are there ways about how I do this? That may not be bringing glory to God. Mm-hmm. That may be, you know, stealing mm-hmm. glory and giving it to myself. Even good things. Even like, like there are a lot of, there are women who don't take care of their houses or, mm-hmm. you know, don't work at home. You could go, hey, well, you know, I'm doing that. I can do it any way I want to. But even though you're, you're being busy about the house mm-hmm. as, as you should be, that's not the victory mm-hmm. if you're doing it the wrong way. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad you learned that. Thank you. That was good, good stuff. <laughs> well, me. Are you asking, are you, by your facial expression, hard smiling at me, wanting to know what I learned today? Am I reading my cues? Yes. Okay. I wanted to talk about catechetical preaching. I think it's really funny. <laughs> that I'm petting a cat? Yeah, it's just... While talking about catechetical... Chloe has made her entrance. And you're and really petting her. If you could see it right now, she is getting the pet job of all pet jobs yes. right now. She is 
She's had a hard day. And now you're saying catechetical. Catechetical. <laughs> it's hard to take it. Okay. Yeah. So explain. Okay. Explain yourself, cat, cat daddy. Catechesis, the repetition of phrases or ideas in order to, to teach truth. Um, so I, a lot of times what happens is, as pastors sometimes, you can think, I've got to preach new things. Mm-hmm. And this is especially true if you're... Uh, if you preach ex- exegetically, like like uh, we do at our church, where we move through books, mm-hmm. you'll get the offhand comment of, "Are we still?" <laughs> yes. And you know, like mm-hmm. right now, we're in First Peter. Been in First Peter for about a year and a half, I think. I mean, we've had breaks along there, ten even ten week break here, and eight various things that, that come up. But been in First Peter for a while. Are we still mm-hmm. in First Peter? That sort of idea, because. A lot of First Peter is a very similar subject, living as elect exiles mm-hmm. in a fallen world. Like, how do you do that? And so Peter will say things and then repeat things. And if he repeats things and you're preaching through the text, you're going to end up repeating some of the things that he's already talked about. But they can be good. And in fact, I saw this actually mentioned in, in Philippians 3, 1, as an encouragement where it says... Paul says, finally, my brothers, rejoice in the Lord. To write the same things to you is no trouble to me and is safe for you. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good. I think it's good for pastors to realize that you don't have to give new things every week. That there's a there's a good to there's some value to saying the same thing different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, my sermons are not I don't go and preach the exact same sermon. But it's going to be on how to deal with suffering right. of various sorts. Yeah. And and so I could go, well, we've talked about that. Let's get onto a new subject. Mm-hmm. And I could either go out of First Peter, because mm-hmm. I'm going to have to if I'm going to get a new subject. Or I could twist First Peter mm-hmm. to sound new. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like I'm saying the same thing. Right. But saying the same thing is not a trouble yeah. and is actually good for the people. Yeah. And it's good for the people to think... I need to hear the same thing over and over. Because one thing I know as a pastor is I will tell my church members something a hundred times and they'll come up four years later mm-hmm. and say, I just read the neatest thing that John Piper said. Now, it's pro- part of that is probably because John Piper said better than me. <laughs> uh, but the other thing is you're getting these things slowly bit by bit. They're mm-hmm. sort of sinking. Right. And, you're planting uh, seeds. Like yes, you're sowing. yes. Yes, and some of these seeds have to be sown and cultivated and watered and and so there's a good thing to you as it says it is it is safe for you. Mm-hmm. If Paul can say, "Hey, I'm writing the same things but it's safe for you." You preaching the same thing. If you're preaching God's word, mm-hmm. even if it is repeating, mm-hmm. like that's that's good for people. How because you- none of us none of us ever hear a sermon oh. and go yeah. I got all that I ever could out of that. I know. Or even go, I got that. I have I will bring that back up in a minute. Yeah, okay. totally. And haven't you said that um that's why expository preaching is so important cuz it keeps you trusting the text. Yes. Uh, it, it it's an accountability almost, right? Yes. So pastors. so instead of the pastor saying, "I think I know what my people need to hear." Uh listen, are there moments where as a pastor you can say, "Hey, 
Mm-hmm. I think it's worthwhile to talk about this or that or right. whatever. Yes, I'm not. I'm not saying that you you can't do that and that you can't do that in an exegetical way. A topical sermon can be done in an exegetical way, where you are going and taking from the text to discuss mm-hmm. the topic, rather than I've got a topic and I'll find some verses that fit with what I already want to say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, ex, exegetical preaching like. The reason we're repeating the same thing is because Peter repeated the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And Peter repeated the same thing because God wanted Peter to repeat the same thing. Right. The Holy Spirit had Peter write down the same ideas mm-hmm. in different ways mm-hmm. to these churches in First Peter. Mm-hmm. So in just five chapters, some of the same ideas rehashed when in reality this is only like a one or two pages of text. Uh, but God rehashing the same things within that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if God is doing that, and the text is doing that, then as pastors, you should probably be doing that. Yeah. You probably shouldn't overthink mm-hmm. God's word and be like, well, I don't think my people n- can hear it twice or mm-hmm. need to hear it twice or three times or whatever. Just say, it's, it's in the text, and so we're going mm-hmm. to preach it. Yeah. Yeah. And as a, congregant, to that. As a congregant, to be... To be excited to hear. Yeah. To hear that. Yeah. That's good. Um, Expository listening is mm-hmm. a good thing as well. Oh, yeah. Isn't that a book? There's a book. A we went book. through it as a church. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Um, it rem- that reminds me of, of something. I don't remember where I heard this, but someone, someone out there on the internet, your favorite, said something about not being afraid to, like, if you've read a really good blog post... That it's okay for you to write a blog post about the same subject. Mm-hmm. Or if if someone said something good on Facebook or whatever. Um, but we can kind of fall into this like, oh, so this person on this podcast said it way better. Yes. They already said that. Yeah. So I don't need to cover that topic. Mm-hmm. But actually, you have a different... Yeah. You have you might have different people listening. You say it a different way, and then it's not like what you're saying. Like we need to hear things and more things, than one yeah, time. Things need to be repeated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's yeah. kind of off subject, but no, no, I, I think, I think that's a, that is a good thing. Mm-hmm. I'm into I'm into the repeating of the thoughts. <laughs> well, if you notice, I do kind of like reference the What Have You podcast every five seconds. Was so that a reference to the What Have You podcast? No, but I basically. I'm retelling what they say on our podcast. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what have you, part two? Yeah. I was just waiting for another story from what have you. I mean, no, if, if like, you're going to search their archives. And... I was looking at the cat hair on your I have a shorts. lot of cat hair on me. Now the she's cat on has me. left me and joined you. She doesn't like to hear about your catechetical. Catechetical. What was That's... it? Catechetical. Catechetical preaching. So you have to say it a lot for people who can get it. She's over here laying on my notebook. You can't even see what you're supposed to talk about. <laughs> Get off my show notes. God, Chloe. No, I think I think repetition is a is a good thing for believers, um, and is uh, getting the truth out there in various ways, which is where you took us off subject, and then you looked at me to get us back on subject. Mm-hmm. But you're the one who took the train off the track. I did. You have the obligation to get it back on the track. Um, the Filling the that repetition of ideas that you've heard before is also good. 
Mm-hmm. Get as much of it out there as you can. Mm-hmm. Because some people like other people's styles of writing. Like, I've had authors and writers and blogs that I've loved that other people have read and gone, eh. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, if you write something else, one, it is just good to write or talk about or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't think most people reading are like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not writing a blog. Mm-hmm. I'm not, like... I don't struggle with someone else blogged about it, so should mm-hmm. I blog about it? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of weird that we live in a society where that might even be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I know some of you are struggling with whether or not you should blog about what you like. Yeah, I can't. So anyway, uh, but just to to not think, I I think one thing that people might do is say, like I heard a really good sermon on it. I don't think I could even discuss it as well as they talked about. Mm-hmm. So I won't even talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or they'll say just. You just got to listen to the sermon. Mm-hmm. Well, the good thing would be is if you haven't chewed on the sermon enough to be able to talk about it, mm-hmm. then you need to go back and listen to the sermon. Maybe you just, so, so it's like, it'd be like, ooh, I took a bite of this dessert. It's a really good dessert. What it tastes like? I didn't eat enough of it to really know. Mm-hmm. Go back and eat it mm-hmm. to where you can describe it. Yeah. Um, so either that's happening or you're not trusting that... God has put you in that person's life individually mm-hmm. to to talk to them about what you've learned mm-hmm. and for them to grow that they don't need this that God didn't put you know Matt Chandler in their life mm-hmm. God didn't put John Piper mm-hmm. God God didn't put you know Doug Wilson God put you there mm-hmm. and you heard this about God's word and you know Hebrews 3:13 exhorting one another uh Today is today, and so exhort them with what you learned. Yeah. However poorly you do it, don't don't. It's good that you're doing it, and just trust uh, trust that. So sometimes it's because you haven't chewed on enough, and sometimes it's because you're afraid you can't do it as well as them, so you're just not going to do it. And so then your friend who probably will not go and listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. and who probably will not go and read the article, because we normally don't do that. Right. Even when people share them with us, we don't go and do that. Yeah. Uh, or if we do, we do it in a cursory way, just to tell them, I did it. Because mm-hmm. uh, we don't want to be embarrassed when they say, did you read that? And we're like, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so yeah, share that, uh, share that truth with them. And you may, I mean... Even the sharing of it can be good for you because it's helping you to sort of get those ideas gathered and get them out there. Yeah. So. That's good. Yeah. Get, get as many ideas repeated as often as possible. Yeah. Fill up. Fill especially, up. and here I'll bring it back around, especially from the pulpit. Oh, I thought you were going to say on the internet. No. No. Especially <laughs> from the pulpit. Right. That's of absolute necessity mm-hmm. to, to catechize your church. Mm-hmm. So. Repeat, 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 till they not only know what First Peter's about, mm-hmm. but they can just wrote tell you how to deal with suffering. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, thank you. We should put it in a podcast. <laughs> well, I was sitting here thinking, like, I bet, I bet, I know things about. First did you Peter Did you that... share that thing you said you were going to share later? What? You said I'll bring this up later. Oh, it's on my it's on my favorite verse of the week. Oh, you're going to go back to the catechetical stuff? Well, no, just something you said. It's going to bridge all the gaps. Wow, you've got this all all this all worked out. Yeah. All right, what else what else did you want to talk about? How much time we have? I think you better do oh, your yeah. my surprise yeah, jello it's salad. Your turn. Oh man, I had other stuff I wanted to talk about so much. Uh including the 15-minute conversation we had right before the podcast. I know, Judith we had said, a great Stop. Thing. <laughs> 
Why are we talking about this without the phone going? We're having a really good conversation. And we'll talk about it, I'm sure, next time. Yeah, and there will be, like, crickets. We won't have anything to say. Yeah, yeah, probably. There probably will be crickets, but you'll see why when we talk about it. Um, (laughs) My surprise jello salad uh, is a question. Okay. Ask me. What's your favorite sport? Sport? Yeah. That you're going to say. I ask you this because you always, you're you're very athletic. You always tell me that. I'm very athletic. (laughs) I am athletic. Why do you say you're athletic? Because I am. Because you're really good at what? (laughs) Catching things? In what grade? Oh, 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 okay. Well, in the fifth grade. I was really good at basketball. Listen. In fifth grade. I say this because it's quite shocking. Mm-hmm. I won. I was like the best all around at basketball camp. At the Beggs basketball camp? It, that doesn't matter. You know, I just didn't know. Is that the basketball camp? Tulsa. It was University state, of Tulsa? The state of Oklahoma. You did the state basketball camp? Of the United and you, States. Of the, the state of, of the America, United States? Canada. Yes. Yeah. The story is Whatever. I was still, I was the best. I got the best all around. And they called me Action Jackson. <laughs> oh, that's just lovely. I know. But so you, that, are all, you are good at catching things. That means something. I mean, so that it, has to mean something. What is your favorite sport? But, but, you, yes, do you agree okay. I'm athletic? You're athletic, yes. I've seen you move. You're very athletic. No, I you can't can, run. You can't run? I don't run. Or throw? I could throw if I needed to. <laughs> but you you can always... I catch things like without even looking at them. Yeah, she's good at right? catching. Yeah. One day I caught a dollar bill that was flying out of the window. Mm-hmm. Just reached over and snatched it. Yep. One time <laughs> I was sliding down an icy um, concrete ramp on accident but I stayed up and I had a pizza in my hand and I held up the pizza tell them what what happened today (laughs) tell them what happened today to that lady what lady when we were taking yeah how to have the kids lunch get out to their table oh well that was the tray the tray was I didn't say I was a waitress. You just said you slid down a ramp and you didn't drop the pizza. And you couldn't walk down the sidewalk with a tray full of crackers today. Oh, please. What was on the tray? I don't even remember. Crackers. No, it was five plates. Of crackers. Four drinks and a whole bunch of silverware and some jelly. The silverware which had already fallen over. lemon curd. Everyone knows that lemon curd a is gi- the most topplesome of all jams and jellies. A giant bowl of biscuits. Super athletic. You have no idea. <laughs> You're right. I've got no idea. Next week I'll okay. tell you so more favorite things favorite sport. Done. What's your favorite sport? I don't know. Oh my goodness. I've been... We didn't talk about our anniversary. Oh yeah. We just had an anniversary. We did. And we both forgot. Oh goodness. Anyway. When was that? Tuesday? Was that this week? No, that was last week. last week, wasn't it? My favorite sport. I don't even know if I like any sport. Was it a week ago today? What is today? I don't even know what today is. Um, Are you going to tell us your favorite sport? 
No, that my jealous heart was to you. No, but we usually both talk yeah, about. Yeah, so you tell me. Will you... you be telling me yours? No, it's like at the restaurant. You can't just quasi. Yeah. Well, okay. I think about what I want. My order. favorite sport is college football. It's easy. Oh, yeah. I love college football. I could watch college football year round. Mm-hmm. This is true. Here's what. Here's my problem. I don't like the sound. Like, any t- televised sport is so... So, are you asking, do I mean to watch or to play? To watch. Okay. We'll do to watch. I don't like to play any sports. And she doesn't like the sound to be on to any sports. If there's a TV on, mm-hmm. watching a sporting event, she'll tell me, can you mute it? Yeah, it's Even just... at her parents' house, her dad is oh. like... It's just like background, like with white TV? noise. It's so loud. It's called commentary. No, commentary with like a big screaming stadium behind it. And the commentary is wow. loud. I'm glad to know you don't like that. I was going to have Bryce add that to the background of all our podcasts. <laughs> all like we're podcasting in a stadium. People are excited. Yeah. Did you mention the If you can be effect? excited for a football game. And if you can get excited for a podcast. Why can't you be excited for Jesus? <laughs> you know, right. They started using us as right. an example. All these people cheering in the background of these podcasts. <laughs> yeah, if you listen on uh, episode four, we mentioned Bryce. And I said he could do sound effects yes. or something like that. He actually did insert some that sound effects. So that was so funny. Anyway. So I think the answer is that I don't like sports. I really thought you were going to say eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's par for the course. Yeah. I just... You just don't like any. You mm. would rather not watch or play them. I think... And yet you are athletic. I am athletic. You are the athlete that hates sports. I hate competitive sports. That feels like a like some sort of Aesop fable. <laughs> like, you know? Like a... <laughs> a super athlete hates sports. Yeah. Don't want to watch him. Don't want to play but him. I could but all this pent win. up athleticism. No, not even pent up. Just out there. It's just there. Yeah. It's just dormant, right? Yep. Sure. Um, just waiting. Just waiting like a for leopard. a pizza to yeah. not be dropped. A pizza in a slippery ramp. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't really just if the Great British Baking Show is a sport, which it kind of is. That's my favorite sport. Baking shows. Competitive baking shows. Well, today, everything's a sport, right? <laughs> right. If a man can be a woman, <laughs> then a baking show can be a sport, right? Amen. Like, we've gone past the can we talk about is cheerleading a sport. <laughs> if we have a culture, we as a culture, we're like numerous I want genders, sport. custom Did I tell you that? That's the thing on the internet. I went to... It was asking me my gender, and it was custom was an option. Custom gender. And for me, that's just a temptation. To like make it was one like, up. oh, buddy. Uh, but I didn't. I just went, this is, this is, this has turned this into something weirdly gross. Yeah. Uh, like even filling out information. Yeah. So if we, if we're in a, if we're in a world that can, that can do that, yeah. can say a, a whatever can be a whatever, then certainly. Why not competitive baking? Competitive baking. A sport. That's, I think, there's no, I mean, the Olympics. Okay, so what was your verse for the week? My verse for the week. Well, can I say all of the Sermon on the Mount? You think you just did? I did. That was amazing. There's, I mean, it's 
There's a reason it's pretty popular. Yeah. It's so good. Plug so for that's... Dr. Pennington's book on Sermon on the Mount. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say earlier when you said you can you can hear the same thing over and over again and still get something from it. I was going to say when I talked about the Sermon on the Mount, I think you could read it every single day of your life and have something new like stand out yeah. to you. But I think especially uh, verses 25 and on about the how our Heavenly Father cares for us. Mm-hmm. And you kind of talked about this today on the internet. But just... My word, word for the day. Yeah. My daily word. We just worry so much. And we forget that our Heavenly Father, He cares for the birds. Yeah. Yeah, we forget that He cares for the birds and wants us to see that He cares for mm-hmm. the birds. But that's another podcast. Yeah. And so he He's going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. And it just... It was just so... Just very comforting, as it always is, but... Such a good verse. Yeah, that is good. Uh, mine is the entire Old Testament. <laughs> no, mine, uh, the the one that's uh, been stuck in my head is because we were preaching on judgment the last couple weeks and the judgment beginning at the household of God is Ezekiel 9 and that picture of uh, of God who goes from resting in between the wings of the cherubim to mm-hmm. crouching at the mm-hmm. threshold. Mm-hmm. Like that's been... I love that. That's been in my... You know, so the picture the picture in Ezekiel 9 then is that he his holiness is going to go out, is no longer going to be at the mercy seat. It's about to leap uh, upon uh, the world. Mm-hmm. That it's no, it's no longer going to be confined to the Holy of Holies. Mm-hmm. It's about which, again, is what one of the images I think we're supposed to see in the veil of the temple being ripped isn't just there's a way for us in, but that the holiness of God that was resting on that threshold that was going to come out on the day of the Lord, Mm -hmm. the day of the Lord has come. Mm -hmm. And the holiness of God has leapt from the temple Mm -hmm. and is now like assaulting sin. Yeah. In the world is thrashing it, mm-hmm. uh, and and I think that's that picture. Because look at us here. Yeah, here yeah, we are. Yeah, here we are. Across the world, talking thousands about thousands of years yes, later. Yes, yes, and, and talking about the us. desire to be holy and actually living holy lives. Yeah, and that, and I think we lose it. I think that's a, that's a picture we lose in the cross and in understanding the work of the gospel in this world. Is that is that is that picture of that uh, that holy? So the holiness of God has, has burst from the temple. Uh, and is now, and we see it in it. Like, is what are we? That holiness now indwells us, mm-hmm. right? So we're this indwelling. Mm-hmm. The the holiness isn't just at the mercy seat anymore. It's in all these believers, you know, that, that are just boom, like springing up these wells. The to to steal, you know, Jesus' words in John, where he has become this fountain that is now causing us to overflow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so here we are. These. We are what? What is what does the word saints mean when he talks to the saints, holy ones, mm-hmm. literally the holy ones? It's another you know word I think that like with sanctified that I think we miss the picture of God and His focus on holiness throughout the text. So we are holy ones. So how did we get holy? Because the holiness of God leapt out of the temple, is filling His 
his people and is 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 driving back uh, the darkness. And so you, just the holiness of God is creating these little pockets of holiness that the darkness can't overcome. It's like it's like an atom bomb mm. of holiness, and it from the temple is just boom, mm. uh, sort of exploded outward. Uh, which again explains a lot of the victory sort of language too of the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Like that's the assurance, or like that's that's why we're sure not because we're great, but because that's what God is doing, mm-hmm. and that's why uh, you know I think First uh, Peter brings it up, Second Peter's going to bring it again. That's that's that purging, that purgative holiness of God is is going to burn up the sinfulness of this mm-hmm. world until, as Second Peter says. Only righteousness yeah. dwells. So we should be optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> certainly. Uh, I think that I think it's just a powerful picture of how yeah. God works holiness in His people and in the world. And so I've just been been thinking about mm. been thinking about that. Just it's a really good. just a, an encouragement to us, no matter what your sort of millennial view or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like the kingdom is here, advancing, mm-hmm. growing. Uh, and will not be overcome, right? Because the holiness of the Lord is not in the temple anymore. Mm-hmm. That beast has been set upon the darkness, mm-hmm. and will lay everything under its feet. Anyway, it's good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I'm glad you shared that. Well, good because it'd been real embarrassing if you just said that was a dumb verse. I didn't appreciate <laughs> no, that when very you, much. When you first mentioned that a few weeks ago, it was like. Just kind of mind blowing. So, good stuff. Yay! All right. Well, I guess that's all we've got for tonight. You got anything else you want to say before we go? No, I'm gonna go fall into bed. Take <laughs> all right. Well, break it, from it, spring cleaning tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Break day tomorrow. If you've got any questions, we did create an email for you to get a hold of us and send any questions our way. If you just want us to talk about. Uh, your random topic and just what we think and what scripture talks about it, send your questions to ask the podcast, P O D G E cast, at gmail.com. And while you're at it, if you could leave a review on however you listen to this podcast iTunes, Google Podcast, Spotify, whatever it is. Ask your questions, review us, share, whatever. Let's just keep talking about these things to each other and let's get as much of God's word out there as we can because that brings glory to him. It's his airwaves. Yeah. Let's conquer them. He owns them. He owns them. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you later. Good night.